We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, friends, and welcome into what is probably going to be my favorite episode of No Other Pod that we have done yet. I'm Jimmy, the man laughing along with me. He's Dan. Dan, what's up? (laughs) This is going to be fun, dude. (laughs) This is going to be so much fun. I've been looking forward to this since Friday night. It's been so long, and I'm ready to talk about it. I'm angry. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I got so many emotions that I that I want to talk about. So let's rock it out. Yeah, this uh, that well, I, so obviously, Sporting KC beat uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps six two zero. I repeat, we scored six mm. goals. One two three four five six. They One, scored two, three, four, five. goose egg. Zero. So, not a bad outing. Yes, we had a two-man advantage. They had red cards. We will talk about all of that tonight. But, soak it in because I personally have never quite experienced a game like that. I don't know, Dan, have you? Have you ever seen anything like that? Oh, dude. I I just... I I don't have any words for it. I just made horse noises. I was so so excited. (laughs) Yeah, it was a uh, it, it was a crazy game. Um, it was it, one of the first games all season where we actually had nice weather, which was nice. Um, wasn't too cold, but uh, and it was also um, the special Earth Day jerseys that the team was wearing. They had those like parlay Adidas like recycled ocean plastic jerseys, which I think we should just probably wear every week now if we're gonna put up six goals. Um, seems like maybe there are good luck jerseys. <laughs> oh, absolutely, dude. I thought you said birthday jerseys at first, and I was like, what? Whose birthday? Yeah. No birthday. Earth Day. Um, okay. Not as fun, but yeah. still important. Not a, Well, it, yeah, it's imp- it's important. Without the Earth, we wouldn't have soccer. So there you That's go. That's true. And without days, yeah. we'd just have night. That is also true. I don't know. Uh, We're recording very late at night, so it's going to be crazy. We're going to be saying some shit. <laughs> Yes, especially after a game like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, let's look. We're gonna have a lot to, to get to about this game, so I, I think we should just go ahead and, and, and jump right into it. Um, Buckle up. Yeah, I think you know. So the game 
pretty quickly turned Sporting's way. But the first thing I want to talk about and I want to get your take on is this game could have started very differently. Um, it was only six minutes in. It had barely turned the six-minute mark when Vancouver played a gorgeous little through ball that honestly I thought the uh, the Vancouver attacker may have been offside when he played it. But as I watched the replay, uh, no, they timed the run just about right. And there was this one-on-one uh, shot that Vancouver had where Tim Melia came way off his line, actually got beat, and then like did a Superman dive to his right. And I don't know how the heck he got a hand to this ball, but he saved the ball where he just had a wide open net behind him. It would have been 1-0 Vancouver, but instead, uh, Amelia came up, and, and I think it was Jordi Reyna who was, who was trying to take the shot from Vancouver. He he saved it, kept it 0-0. Mm-hmm. I was going nuts. I, don't, I mean, are, how are you feeling at that point when Amelia has I, to come I, up and make a big <laughs> save like that? I don't know how he doesn't score that goal. I mean, when he's going around him like that, he just takes a touch. And Melia's thinking the same shit that we are, like, oh, F. And I'm thinking, great, this is a great way to start the game. And he gets that arm on it, and it's like, are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me? That's phenomenal. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It, I mean, it ha- for me, it's save of the week, and it, and it's not even close. I don't know if they've announced it. I mean, maybe by the time we release this, they'll announce save of the week, at least. Was it even nominated? Yet. I thought I they've already which... released it. Have they? It should have been um, if it's not. Maybe that's on Sporting, Wednesdays. Sporting KC should have got Player of the Week, which we did. Spoiler alert. They did. Uh, should, have, should have got Goal of the Week and should have got Save of the Week. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, li- literally, not trying to be biased, but like, deserved all of it, I think. But hey. Guys, we'll- it's tough to win those Goal of the Week things when it's a fan vote and, you know, you can only vote once from each computer and you're up against someone like an Orlando player or an Atlanta player whose fans are just absolutely crazy. And I know we have the fans to vote as well, but I don't know why we can't even, I mean, are you seeing what I'm talking about? Like how they'll have like 50% of the vote and we'll have like seven. And I'm like, that's insane. That's not right. I saw an Orlando, not Orlando, an Atlanta fan joking today. And granted he was joking, but it's not that far off from reality. He was like, I don't understand. Atlanta scored, and we're not up for goal of the week. You know what? What happened? And it's like they, they kind of have this like idea that like they score no matter what the goal is. It's goal of the week. Doesn't doesn't matter what it is. It could be a penalty kick, and it'd be goal of the week because Atlanta did it. Um, That's crap, so dude. I don't like them yeah. at all. And I even did something no. bad today. I retweeted Atlanta United. Now it I felt physically ill when I pressed that button, <laughs> but it said Brad Guzan leads the league with. Uh, with three shutouts, and I'm like, oh, oh, contraire, mon frere. Uh, Frickin' Tim Melia has three shutouts as well, so he doesn't lead the yeah, league, all right? Get that crap out of here. If he leads the league in here. bald heads, then yes. But Tim Melia leads in handsomeness and shutouts, so shut your lips. That's true. Tim, you heard it here first. Tim Melia leads the league in handsomeness. Uh, <laughs> that's an official stat. Um I have just declared it so. Uh, Absolutely. So there Expected you go. Expected handsomeness. XH. Expected handsomeness. That's the that that is the advanced analytics you get no other place <laughs> other than no other pod. So no other pod. No other pod. Where else you get an expected handsomeness? So, uh, but yeah, man, this save. I I mean, look, I got a freeze frame on my computer right now. Oh, and like, if you show me, you show me this freeze frame, and you're like, Timelia saves this ball. I'm like, no, he doesn't. 
There's no, no. freaking way. He's off balance. He's diving. The ball. He's like Stretch Armstrong. You know, Rain is mid shot. He's about to make contact, and Mealy is a good four yards away from the ball. To be fair, part of this has to fall on Reyna. Reyna shot it almost straight, like across the goal, trying to go back to the other side of the post, really, and put it in the only place Tim Melia could block it. If he just taps the ball forward, it's a goal. For whatever reason, he kind of hit it across the goal. Melia supermaned it and blocked it away. It stayed 0 0. Six minutes in, Sporting KC evaded a problem. So, there you go. That was really the only good thing that happened for Vancouver the entire game. Was like that pass and that almost goal. Because other than that, they it all went got, downhill. They got Johnny Russelled, um, <laughs> I guess you could say. It was, uh, can't take credit for this, this one's the cauldron. It was Russellmania on Friday night at Children's Mercy Park. That's um, true. I, I'm very upset I didn't think of that. That's a very good one. I know, I, I, you know, but what I, we did think, we tweeted it from the pod, and I was like, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, More like Children's No Mercy Park. That's true, that was a thing. <laughs> and, but I, I think of Julian Gresselmania, because I think they do they do a Gresselmania yeah, thing down well, there. You know what? Atlanta can bite me. Um, so, like, what, but what rhymes with Russell? Because it's not wrestle, it's Russell. So, like, you know, Russells have ridges. <laughs> <laughs> well there you go i think uh like the chips remember those commercials yeah, yeah that i i remember them i'm uh i'm i've, I've got a notepad out now so i i've learned that i need to just take down <laughs> notes down. of the cra- crazy things we say so when we decide on a podcast uh title at the end of recording yep. i actually have them in front of me so um i've got i've got three options so far and we're like 10 wow. minutes into recording well, so, once he popped, uh, he just couldn't minutes. stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now that's Pringles. Um, We're in a different, different brand. <laughs> yeah, this is a different, different chip altogether. Now so, I'm just well, hungry. On Hold now. on. Pause the come pod. Getting some chips. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, can't, we can't get too crazy and start mixing chips. That's just not jokes. allowed. Um, so three minutes after that amazing Tim Melia save, uh, Johnny Russell opened his scoring um and and i love 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 this goal because he has scored this exact goal like three or four times this year where top of the box right yeah we we kick it out wide this time it was to roger who by the way played out of his freaking mind all game oh he's insane fantastic game um roger has it out wide to the right about midway up the box cuts it back into johnny russell who makes that delayed run one times it into the uh, bottom left corner of the goal, it's 1-0 Sporting KC, 9 minutes and 46 seconds into the game. How are you Love feeling? It. Oh, I think you're feeling great. You're like, here we go. Let's roll on them. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's that early lead, man. You don't want to take their foot off the gas, and damn it, they did not. No, they did that, and, and we'll talk about that more a little bit later, but honestly, I think that was my favorite part about this game, which, yes, okay, up up two men, but Sporting KC was not content to just sit there and play, you know, pass the ball back and forth. They kept their foot on the gas all game, and I loved it. Um, oh, yeah, you're thinking of playoff seeding, too, man, you're, and goal differential is the second tiebreaker exactly. to victories, you know? Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's a great point, and I think, you know what, Peter... Peter's probably tired of asking or answering the questions 
partly by me. Um, he kind of oh. threw shade at me. I th- or it felt like it was at me in the post-game press conference. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Again? Um, I didn't ask him a question. I think he kind of like preemptively threw shade. Basically, he, he said, we finally scored goals, so you guys can't ask us about that. And oh, we got a shutout, so you can't ask us about that either. So what are you guys going to oh, ask geez. us about this time? <laughs> I was like, I feel like that was directed directly at me. So what did you <laughs> but, ask is what I want to know. That's that's insane. Um, I asked him how you know impressed he was with Johan because Johan had a fantastic game, and so we'll we'll, we'll talk about Johan's performance here in a little bit because Johan awesome. actually did have a really good game. Um, yes. But yeah, no, the, Roger this pass to Johnny, and then Johnny did this against Chicago. He's done it against at least you know one other team. It's this gorgeous like just delayed run that he comes from the top of the box and just calm, cool, collected. Right into the bottom left corner, and uh, yeah, Sporting KC up one zero, uh, and feeling pretty darn good at that point. Uh, Dude, that second one, the way the way this game rolls out, by the way, we scored a goal about every ten minutes. Are you it aware felt of this? Like it, man. Oh, I, I know. Mean, no, it's it so true. Like yeah, I mean, it, we it had was... the six goals before we even hit the seventy minute mark. I believe it was. Or at least the five goals at fifty minutes. It was it was nuts. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, the second goal was only like six minutes later, and again, Roger playing out of his mind uh, from close to midfield has a pretty gorgeous ball out to the left to Johnny, who takes it probably forty yards out from the goal, uh, dribbles straight at the defense, cuts it in toward the middle of the box, takes it off of his right foot, uh, and yeah, puts it straight past the keeper. 2-0, Johnny Russell's got two goals in like six minutes. Took a um, little bit of a deflection. It it did. You're right. But, it, uh, I mean, that, that run. That was pretty sweet. I, he, the hold-up play he was doing, too. Like, he kind of stutter-stepped and then just made his move. Yeah, and I think that's what is so impressive to me about Johnny Russell is, and this is why I think he's such an upgrade over Gerso when we had Gerso in there last year because Gerso could do all sorts of crazy stuff and run and is fast as hell but he always like he'd beat his man and then didn't ever feel like he could whip it into the box accurately or if he did kind of cut in and drive toward the goal he couldn't really finish it Johnny may not be as fast as Gerso but he's a hell of a lot better at finishing I think oh well, yeah don't you and we were well yeah Gerso any shot on goal it's like he he craps himself before he takes a shot <laughs> but like we were, we were concerned that Gerso wasn't on the wasn't even on the bench you know yeah that was interesting i i haven't heard so like ike didn't play cuz he got sick right before the game so emiliano amora got the start uh felipe was still nursing what was he an injury sick with? The- do you know did he did he have like flu or anything like that diarrhea i didn't hear i'm guessing it was probably a flu of some sort like yeah, probably diarrhea. that's mostly yeah um, that's 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 usually what keeps players out of, of games like this, say. especially last minute. You know, I'm like, yeah, we don't need Ike pooping on the field, no, um, figuratively or literally. So, and we just um, lost half our listeners. We had a good run, guys. <laughs> we had a good run. Thank you. Thirty-one episodes, we made it. Um, <laughs> appreciate all the support. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know what was up with Jerry, so it might have just been a scheduled night off. Who knows? Um, uh, he was up there though in the uh, one of the club areas. Yeah, and, and you know, honestly, this team's deep enough where there are gonna be times where someone's gonna get left out of the eighteen, and you're gonna kind of scratch your head and be like, "Oh, I wonder why." And there's probably really no reason because yeah, probably not. There's just so many people. 
especially after if and when we get a, a DP striker or somebody like you're not going to have room for whoever that new striker is plus Shelton plus Rubio and the 18 all at the same time like people are going to get left out but I'd rather have the problem of having too many people and having to leave people out than not have enough depth which seems like that had been Sporting's problem for a number of the last four five six years dude so. I see I know it seems ignorant to think oh hey if we're going to score goals like this uh, I'll I'll shut up about the striker thing. We don't need a striker. But it's like, no, that's a very dumb thing to do. It's a very naive thing to say. Uh, we should, we absolutely will need that. You know what I mean? A consistent goal-scoring threat up top. Because right now, Johnny Russell's playing that, playing that Christian Namath role, man, kind of acting like a striker, but that's not his job. You know, he's not supposed to score all the goals, but he sure as hell did. Right. <laughs> Right, yeah. So I think if and when they get that striker, it'll take Sporting KC from being like, right now I'd say they're good to to maybe great. And I think if they get a a really good striker that can get 15 to 20 goals a year, it would take them to that like great or even elite level. Uh, Because this team's deep enough and balanced enough elsewhere that if you had that... You know, someone like like an Amani Nikolic, which I know he had 24 goals last year and was the Golden Boot winner. It doesn't have to be quite that, but if you find someone who can do anything, like even three quarters of that, like this team, man, they they they'll be able to make a run. So. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. This this next goal absolutely blew my mind. I think I like I have to kind of restrain myself because I sit in the press box and we're not allowed to show emotion up there, but like. That's so sad. This is the gym. I know, I know. It makes it kind of tough, but I got to go to the games for free, so I can't complain. Um, Why can't you show emotion they, though? Aren't these people people up there? Are, are they're fans? I mean, they want to see Kansas City we do are good. Objective journalist people. What we, um, the hell have they met you? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know if they've listened to the pod, but um, I tweet from the <laughs> pod up there, so. I'm like all like taunting other teams and, and tweeting crazy stuff. Oh, um, absolutely, dude! I'm trying to get blocked by Jordi Reyna over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you get you successfully got blocked this week, did you? I didn't, and I was like, I I I, I put the poop emoji. I figured if I called him poop, <laughs> then I would get blocked, and he he must not have that wasn't vicious enough. Didn't didn't even acknowledge you. No, so, I just said you can't that's do kind that. Of a bummer. You're poop. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta up your game. Um, <sighs> although you didn't really words. say anything mean to Hairston, and he's so I don't know, whatever. That's true. Um, I'm trying to be very subtle, but that's all right. I'm, I'm gonna hit uh, I'm gonna hit Lee Win with it next week, and he'll he's not even playing. <laughs> yeah, poor poor Lee Win. Um, uh, poor little Lee. <laughs> but yeah, this next goal it, it's the Jimmy Madronda goal, and oh, yes, it, it was is. about it was the 30th minute. And can I just say, every time, maybe not as much this year, he's he's earned my trust a little bit, but, like, I've seen Jimmy Madronda shoot from this spot on the field, I don't know how many times, countless <laughs> and times. And miss it every time. And 99 out of 100 times, the ball, like, goes to the moon. It's, like, 80 yards above the net, and you're like, Jimmy, what are you doing? And What is he doing, baby? This one was the weirdest ball. Like, at first I was like, I don't know if that was such a bad cross that it was a great shot or if it got deflected. I've watched it a bunch of times. I think he actually meant to do this, but Jimmy fired this one in from the corner, 
and it knuckled. I think it caught the keeper off guard. He didn't see it till the very end. Knuckled straight into the goal in one of the most amazing goals I've seen a Sporting KC play uh, score in a long time. I mean, how, how are you? Take me to your reaction when you saw that goal, dude. It was absolutely insane. My reaction was, uh, keeper really blew that one. But then you look at it again from a different angle, and it's like, oh, no, he didn't. Like, that shot just moved on him big time because from the angle that the broadcast was, it it really looked like the keeper blew his assignment. Like, he really should have saved that. Yeah, I think it definitely caught him off guard, which didn't help. And I think he didn't see it till too late, kind of, which didn't help. But you're absolutely right. I've watched this ball from all sorts of different angles and it like starts right and then kind of bends left last minute Mm -hmm. and there's this 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 shot of the keeper who's like contorting his body in a way that like doesn't even make sense because he's starting to dive right and then last minute kind of realizes oh crap that's going to the left and he's like all pretzeled around trying to figure out where the hell is this ball going um he just can't figure it out and yeah and, and, it was pretty you know, sick, dude. I couldn't believe that happened. But Jimmy does that. Jimmy has a boot, especially from distance. Yeah, one of the reporters asked uh, Peter after, you know, has have the coaches been working with Jimmy? Because we we're used to seeing him take those and just not really be accurate. And he was like, no, like we're not working with him any more than, than we normally have been or, or we are with anyone else. It's just that... Jimmy's kind of maturing into his role with the team and he's getting better and he's getting more confident and more comfortable and it's just sort of his natural progression as a player. Um, so if that's his natural progression as a player... Sounds good. I'm cool with that. That works for me. Uh, sorry, Seth Sinovic, you're probably probably not getting your spot back anytime soon. Um, as much as I love you, Seth's not doing that. No, uh, not at all. So... Uh, yeah, that was um, that was what made it three zero, and at this point, it's already a crazy game. It's already like, what is going on? This is fantastic. Keep the foot on the gas. And then it was five minutes later in the thirty sixth minute when all hell broke loose because Kendall Waston came at surprise. You you say a fight's going to start with some player in this game. Kendall Watson's going to do something to instigate it. Like, no one should. Yep. Um, he came in with a hard tackle on Roger. And look, maybe Roger made a little bit of a meal out of the, like, reaction to it. Like, yeah, he's rolling bit. around like like his ankle just broke. So, But, it, I mean, it's a hard tackle. Like, And, and the ref went straight to his book for a yellow. Like, yeah. no question. Um. But then Johnny Russell, man, like I saw this, it almost felt like it was happening in slow motion. Johnny Russell ran all the way across the field because Kendall Watson was getting all up in Roger's face, like, get up, get up. And Johnny was not here for it. Johnny ran across the field, got straight up in Watson's grill, and was ready to fight. And like, yeah. not like fake soccer fight, like, all right, catch me outside, let's go, let's throw down. Um, and... And that just turned into all sorts of craziness where Yordi Reyna tried to throw down um, Johnny Russell. And then Juarez... He did. That was insane. He just kind of like... It was almost... uh, It was was like a wrestling move, like a a DDT or something, you know? It was like a choke slam. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? And then Juarez has his hand literally around Johnny Russell's throat. Yeah. And... 
I didn't see any of this live, really. I just saw there was a massive fight, and I was like, this isn't, like, a normal fight. This is, like, a legit fight where, like, people are going to get hurt. <laughs> um, so it, it, it got broken up. There weren't any cards shown at first, but they were the, the ref was waiting for review. Went to, to video review, came back, and showed two red cards. And I don't know what, what you were thinking. So they showed the one red card that I thought went to Waston. It didn't. It went to uh, Yordi Reyna. And then they showed another red card, and I was like, oh, no, they just showed a red to Johnny Russell. And then I realized Johnny Russell's not there. There's no sporting players around there. They just showed two red cards to Vancouver players. They're going to be down 11-9. And I I just, I was like, that's it. This is game. Like, we might put up 10 goals on them at this point because it, it was nuts. So, oh, dude. I don't know. We're, totally nuts. I thought, like, when the, I, I, you knew the red was coming, and you knew it was coming to Juarez. And when he shows it to Reyna, I was like, oh, shit, what did I miss? And then they were showing the replays again, and I was like, oh, there it is. He kind of threw him down, <laughs> or try, you know, yeah, try to. I didn't see that at first. I was trying to figure out what happened. I Same. saw Russell flailing around with with Juarez, and and weirdly, Kendall Watson was trying to kind of separate people. Mm-hmm. Um, when I thought he was the one that was getting in there fighting, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Reyna grabs Russell and 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 kind of. Yeah, it's like he almost chokeslams him, throws him down something, um, and that's the red. And then yeah, the the uh, the hands to the throat by Juarez—that's an automatic red. You can't put your hands in someone else's face. No, it's you cannot. Um, but let me ask you this, Johnny. Sporting KC's played eight games this year. Johnny Russell's been with the team for for eight games, and he was kind of a late signing. He wasn't like like Johan got signed. You know, before all this, the 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 training camp started in the preseason, Johnny wasn't there right away. What is it? What is it? What do you think it does for the team chemistry to know that a, a new player to the team is willing to go fight for his teammates less than ten games into the season? Not only fight for his teammates, get right up in the face of one of the biggest guys in MLS and tell him, "No, you can't do that to my guy, and I'll fight you for it." Dude, him him and Raj must be pretty tight too, because I mean he went he went right at him and was willing to do whatever he could for Raj. And uh, you know, I, I listen to a ton of other soccer podcasts, and some of them are just a joke when it comes to sporting Kansas City because they don't they probably don't even watch the games. They see the highlights and they think they know the players, and they really don't know what they're talking about. Obviously, we do. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> but of course, you know, and they're like. Do you really think, you know, Johnny Russell was going to throw down with with Kendall Waston and I'm th- I'm thinking, yeah, dude, I kind of do. I I think, you know, win or lose. I dude, Scottish guys will fight and and it doesn't matter if they get their ass kicked or not. I mean, they're going to stick up for for him anyways. So, if anything, he might uh take out Kendall's big ass legs. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly think yeah they they asked him about it in uh, in the post game and he was like look that's my teammate I'm gonna stick up for my teammate I don't care who it is I don't care how long I've been here you can't treat my teammate that way uh, and I loved it because especially like Rogers kind of been that guy for Sporting KC for a long time where like you need like Roger literally punched Brad Davis in the face so yeah. Rogers been kind of the enforcer for Sporting KC for a long time not that Johnny Russell's 
an enforcer per se, but to have someone who's not afraid of anybody who can get right up in a, in, in a giant guy's face and be like, not today, not here. Um, that was pretty cool. So I enjoyed it. It was very cool. Um, Absolutely. And I, and I kind of like the tactic of do just enough to get them so pissed off that they try to choke slam you, but you don't actually throw a punch. So you just get a yellow and they get a red. Um, yeah. What were they thinking though? I mean, that, that's common knowledge though. in in today's world, in today's soccer world with the video review and everything, it's like, Oh, I'm going to get away with this by putting my hands on them. No, you're not. No, you're not. The ref's going to go see it. And there's been so much speculation as to should there be video review? Like, shouldn't the ref have to make the call right then and there? And it's like, no, dude. I love the – I mean, obviously I love it now because it went in our favor. But I think it's a great idea to make sure, you know, make sure you get it right and people aren't getting away with crap, you know? Yeah, and and it took a while. I mean, it it took a good – you know, four minutes or so, I, I think, for them to, to give the decision. So he comes out and gives the red to Reyna right away, and then he shows the red to Juarez, and Waston, like, lost it because he was confused why uh, Johnny Russell didn't get a red. Um, and it was also the uh, the goalkeeper coach for uh, Vancouver got ejected because he was going after the fourth official. So Yeah, why would Johnny um, Russell get a red? That's insane. I, I don't know. Like, I guess they thought, oh, he started the fight. But he did. Like, he just got up in Waston's face. Yeah. And if he pushed him, he kind of pushed him in the chest. But that's not well, a straight red pushing someone in the chest. No, and if he pushed him, he barely moved. So it didn't even look like he did anything. <laughs> right. The dude so, is a I did mountain hear, of a man. I did hear. I don't know if this is true or not. Um, I did hear that some of the Vancouver coaches were trying to kind of get at Johnny Russell as he was going into the uh, the tunnel at halftime. I didn't see it myself personally. Really? Um but that's kind of a, you know, that's a, that's dumb if they were doing that. Like, yeah, well, he's he's know, like, he, hold on, I got a third goal coming for you. All right, kisses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, dude, what, I mean, so the third that coach got got the coach got ejected for yelling at the fourth official, and then turns back and says something to Peter. Yeah, and I didn't see what it was. And I know one of our listeners, Bob and Weave, kind of asked, like, what what were, what were Peter and Carl Robinson saying? What were the coaches saying? I didn't actually see that, so I don't know. Dude, um, I tried so I hard imagine, to see it, but the, you couldn't make yeah. – you know, I can't read lips. I mean, if I had to guess, it was probably like, hey, Peter – where's the best barbecue place in Kansas City? And Peter was like, oh, it's Jack's Tack. And he's like, no, it's Q39. And then they got in a fight about it, um, probably. Oh, but, I assumed he was yeah. like, hey, Peter, suck it. <laughs> and Peter was like, hey, <laughs> sorry, bro. It is what it is. Take a seat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I have, I have no idea what they were arguing about. I didn't see it. I, I imagine it was the guy was just pissed and started yelling at Peter for no real reason, and Peter was just like, whatever, bro, like, get see, out of here. See, you're not um, asking the right post-game questions, Jimmy. You could have had all this well, information, brother. <laughs> I didn't even know it happened until I got home. I didn't like. I didn't know that there were those words being said because I was too busy watching uh, – the players interact with the ref and, and watching Carl Robinson wait for the ref. Cause I, I thought one of the players or, or Carl Robinson himself were going to argue so much that maybe they might get tossed. Um, so whatever the assistant uh, coaches said to Peter, I, I didn't see. Um, but even before halftime, it almost became four zero and sure it was did. all because of our man, Johnny Russell, who drove into the box, got taken down by former sporting KC man, Marcel de Young. That was so sloppy and, uh, of a tackle. 
It was awful. He was terrible. <laughs> was he the, clearly got beat, and he worst. was like, I'm going to see if I can get away with hitting him in his thigh. <laughs> I'll, I'll just kick out his leg beneath him, and no one will know. do that, um, you dumb Canadian. <laughs> I love you but, if we uh, have any Canadian listeners, which we do. <laughs> we do. Canadians are great. Um, just not Marcel de Young. Just not um, Marcel, no. <laughs> so, Ilya's been the PK taker. And he's converted all of them up until this point. Johnny's sitting on a first half possible hat trick. He's already got his two goals. He earns the penalty. Beasler ran up and talked to Johnny. And you saw Ilya kind of like waiting. I thought at first, and I just assumed, that when Beasler ran up to Johnny, he told him, look, I know that you're, out, you're sitting on a hat trick. Ilya's our PK taker. Let's let Ilya take it. That's what I assumed happened. But apparently what happened was they asked Johnny, do you want to take it? And Johnny said, no, Ilya is our PK taker. He's 100% so far. I'm going to let him do it. Uh, yeah, a lot of good Ilya. that did. <laughs> obviously, Ilya missed. He's 100% um, so far, and I just jinxed his ass. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it was not a great penalty. That was a good to save, it too, bluntly. though. It was a good save, but it kind of reminded me of a Dom penalty kick because it was like kind of like perfect height to be saved, not really far enough over. And kind of like, telegraphed I flashbacks. it. Kind of told yeah. him, I'm going like to kick it, it right there. Yeah, he did not do a good job of hiding what he was going to do. So, you know, whatever. In, in this situation, it's not a big deal because you're up 3-0, you're up two guys. Like, you know that's probably not going to come back to bite you. But, uh, what I mean, what... Hindsight's twenty twenty, I guess, but do you like the idea of Johnny Russell kind of deferring and, and not being selfish? Or, or do you want him to be like, no, like I'm confident, I'm feeling it, it's my night, let me do it, I know I'm going to do it. Well, Maddie Lawrence on the broadcast had a good point. You know, Johnny Russell wanted to earn the actual hat trick. He didn't want to be handed a PK that he should make, you know what I mean? And, you know, PKs are how, like, Dom Dwyer got his goals and Benny Failhopper got his goals. And I'm just... I think I'm, you got to respect the guy for for wanting to do it the right way. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think our listener Corey Matsat actually solved the mystery of what happened with Ilya. He goes, "Did Ilya not score the PK simply because he wore short sleeves for the first time in recorded history?" Oh my um, god, that's brilliant! That is absolutely cho- why the aerodynamics were all off. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I choose to believe that's it. Oh, he was out there. God. He's like, uh, my, my arms are a little cold. It's distracting. Um, my, my aerodynamics are off. I don't know what to do. And, yeah, I think that's it. And so hey, I blame Adidas. Are you from? Are, because are they you, did not make That's true. It's, it's Adidas' fault. But are you familiar that – are you aware that Ilya Sanchez kisses every person on the cheek? Um. He hasn't kissed me on the cheek. What's Bro, up with he, that? he's a Spanish sweetheart. All right, don't don't get jealous. Don't get your panties in a bunch. <laughs> but I see it like when he when he meets someone or or says goodbye, he kisses him on the cheek. When he he met the Victory Project kid and and that behind the shield video, and he kissed that kid on the cheek. And I was just like, man, Ilya is adorable. Like I just wanna I just wanna yeah. hang out with the dude. Maybe we go, you know. Maybe we go dancing or something. It just sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say, Ilya is like the nicest person I've ever met in my yes, entire life. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, like, he's like a hairless mouse, but he's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> at, at media day, 
he I didn't have a question for him, but he went around to every single media person, whether they had a question for him or not, came up, said hi, shook their hand, said it's nice to see you, like looking forward to the season. I was like, okay, that's cool. like it caught me off guard. I was like, wow, he, that was really nice. And then that's that Spanish hospitality. at this last game, right? And and at this last game, I was I was walking kind of in the back of house of the stadium. I was, I was trying to get somewhere, and it was right as some of the sporting players were coming. So like Roger walks by me, and we kind of do like we. We don't like know each other outside of a you know I'm a person who asks some questions in a post game capacity, but like we know who each other are, so we do that kind of like awkward non like nod like, hey, how's it going? But like we're not really friends. Kyrie see him do the same sort of thing. Then I see Ilya walking up, and Ilya is like, hey man, how's it going? How are you doing? And I'm like, why are you so nice? Oh my like, god! And you, you got just... you got him to come on the pod, right? Not yet, but I need to uh, ask him. That's, that's actually, not a bad idea, I dude. That's not. I would love to have Ilya on the pod. Uh, yeah, he's he's he would be great. So maybe we'll do that. That would be a good idea. That'd be super fun. Um, so then, in in the second half, it took all of about three minutes for Johnny Russell to actually complete his hat trick, and yeah, he did I didn't it waste in a any time phenomenal with that. way. No, we did one of those uh, trademark uh, Sporting KC short corners. Uh, which every time we do that, I'm like, why? God, I hate this. Because the long ones then, aren't uh, working, bro. Graham Zussi's boot is not as good on the corners anymore. I mean, that may be true. Um, but, yeah, Johnny, uh, he took the short corner and then basically made a run right along the uh, the touchline, got the ball, just kind of dribbled around the Vancouver defender, and then just from a really tough angle, chipped it over the uh, the Vancouver keeper. It's 48, 48 minutes into the game. Johnny Russell has a hat trick. And I believe I read this earliest hat trick in Sporting Casey history. Like, that is there true. There have been hat tricks before, but nobody's ever scored it in as little as 48 minutes. That is so, true. That's big time. Yeah. it's uh, Ariel Castillo look, called I mean, him the Scottish Messi. And, you know, honestly, how I prefer to think of it is Messi is the Argentinian Johnny Russell. Oh, uh, there it is. But Ariel Castillo, yeah, is, she works for MLS, by the way, if you guys didn't know that. She does. She, yep. she she's follows a, us. She's one of the <laughs> more kind of a big deal. Kind of a big um, deal. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, there's actual, like, UEFA Champions League going on today, and so, like, uh, mm-hmm. Mohamed Salah for Liverpool was going crazy, and NBC Sports Joe Prince Wright tweeted, "I think we know who's going to be taking over for Messi." And so I quote tweeted it from the pod, and I was like, "Congrats, Johnny Russell!" Ah. Um, <laughs> Did you tag Johnny Russell? He doesn't have Twitter. Oh, really? Otherwise, I would not. Not that I can find. I think he has Instagram, um, and that's he only posts like once every think, month. Yeah, but um, I don't stalk yeah, him or man, anything. Patrick. Hat trick, forty eight minutes. Um, which uh, one? Congrats, Johnny Russell. At that point, we all knew you were going to be Player of the Week. Um, but I thought this was kind of a funny question after this goal. Uh, Mansky asked, "Now that the training ground short corner routine has worked, will we ever see a traditional corner from Sporting KC again?" Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, probably, probably. But yeah, that we Good do love point. our short corners. So, hey, if it works, it know. works. That was fantastic. I mean, it's it just a give and go. Johnny to Beasler back to him, and he just took it. 
Oh man, it was gorgeous. And then Johnny came out just a few minutes later um, for for Christian Lobato. That was smart. I, Pull the guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to ask you. Like he's sitting on a yellow. He's got his hat trick. There's no reason to keep him in there. Risk retaliation from Vancouver or getting another yellow or get suspended or anything, right? So right. really, you got to take him out, right? Oh yeah, he put three goals on the board and and has that yellow card. So if he gets another yellow, he's not traveling with the team this weekend and. We'll get to that game, but it's we we need him this weekend. Yep. So then Lobato comes in, and like two minutes later, Johan puts a nice little move on a uh, Vancouver defender that kind of freezes him, sends a, a pretty little ball that, well, I guess it got deflected, but hey, it's an assist. Assist is an assist. And uh, Lobato just chests it into the back of the net. It's 5-0. At this point, I'm like, I don't even Dude. know what to say anymore because well, you're I, right. 50, well, 53 minutes, five goals. <laughs> when we had we had three goals, and I remember I texted you and I said, screw that, I want six. Let's get it. And we went off to the races, my man. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I was like, you know, at, at this point, they were down to only nine men, obviously. I... <laughs> I didn't know. I actually, I think it was after this that I put up um, what I would like to say is is a very scientific poll that I would like to uh, report the results to you all right now. I'm trying to scroll through our Twitter feed so I can find it because it was a, a very big deal. Here it is. Um, will Vancouver ever touch the ball again? Mm. Um, we had three options. No, hell no, and LMAO. And... Um, <laughs> In a in a landslide vote, LMAO, LMAO wins with seventy uh, percent of the vote. There so, it is. Um, Thanks there you for go. playing. Hashtag science. <laughs> Hashtag science. Um, science. But yeah, they. I mean, they. They just were trying to clear the ball. They. I mean, did you? I don't know if, if you noticed it on TV, but I'm watching. I'm like, they literally. I just felt kind of bad for them almost. Like. They can't touch the ball. It's just Sporting KC in their territory the whole game. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> they were just trying to hang on. They were just like, let's get the hell out of here. You know, warm the bus up. Let's go. Yeah. Not before Johan had his way, though. Well, hold it, hold it, up like now. 20... Back to Lobato. Yeah. They said that was his first goal in MLS. Is it really? I thought I read that somewhere, and I was like, I didn't. Did, was his goal last year in Open Cup then? I, I couldn't remember. Hold up, I'm trying to look that up right now. That's that's I, good to know because I thought I read that, but I, I and I, I thought that was bizarre. No, so. I. It says that he's got he had one goal in 2017 in in the regular season. Okay, so, so maybe they meant to say his first goal this year. Maybe it was worded wrong, it, yeah. or I read it wrong. I don't know, but good to know. But that was a sweet dude. Yeah. That was a sweet heads up play to be in the right place at the right time. It was, and, and I, I like seeing that from a guy like Lobato who hasn't got a ton of minutes this year, but. It's good to, to get in there. He's he's a depth guy. We'll probably need come Open Cup or later in the season as you know people start getting injured potentially or, or tired. Uh, probably oh, for sure. need Lobato. Yep. Um, uh, Nate Buchanan did looked- say Domo Origato Lobato. Did he really? He did, and I've I was like, get- oh boy. <laughs> I, I've been trying to get that off the ground along with like 800 other people yeah, uh, since well, we signed them. So, it worked now. Um, there you go. I'm not going to claim that as my own original thought. Nah, take um, it, bro. Take it. And then Johan, for like 20 minutes in this game, he was like, I am going to freaking score. Like, he looked like a man on a mission. Dude, he did. Um, 
Yeah, he he was not going to exit this game without getting a goal. Determined. And yeah, he he made a gorgeous run and a beautiful pass from Ilya. Like the goal is gorgeous, the pass might even be better. And this is not a ball that Sonny Mustavar can make, and that's why Ilya pushed him out of the starting lineup and eventually off the team. Gorgeous lob pass to Johan, who just toe taps it off the outside of his right foot into the goal for his uh, his first goal of the game, first goal of the season, excuse me, in a Sporting KC uh, shirt. I mean, Johan haters go away. Johan had the highest Audi player index. I'm not. I don't understand how they calculate it. I, they might just throw a bunch of numbers in a pot and pull them out. But by the MLS metric, he was the best player of the week uh, by Audi player index. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like that, you got to feel good for him, right? After the rough oh. start he, he got off to, super, super good. I mean, it's a dude. Like you said, he was really going for it. He's like, you know what? If if you know five, four, if they're if they're all scoring tonight, I'm scoring tonight. And he he had some great shots on goal that would have been very impressive had they gone in. And then he gets this little this little hand me this little dinker there. Yeah. So it was no, good. It was, it was beautiful. Um, hopefully, it'll give him a little bit of confidence going forward because he's another player that um, we'll probably need. Uh, just just to give you some stats here to show how one sided it was. Not that six zero doesn't do it enough. Uh, SKC had thirty four shots to five for Vancouver. Um, Sporting KC's passing accuracy was ninety one percent to sixty three percent for Vancouver, and uh, possession. This is a Sporting KC record, 79.5% possession to 20.5%. Wow. Um, they came up just about 2.5% shy of the MLS record, which is uh, 82 by Atlanta last year. So, uh, hell of a game. Um, yeah, and, and so we have uh, we have some other questions that I want to ask you. Um uh, Kyle Orenberg says, "Should we be careful of assuming Johnny Russell will solve our offensive problems?" I remember Jericho starting last season on fire, uh, complete with a hat trick versus Seattle. Should we temper our excitement or just go for it? I mean, that's tough, dude. I'm literally stumped. I, I you want to be excited? You want to you want to roll with it? And I think if that stays consistent, then let's all shut the hell up about the striker situation you know what i mean yeah i th- i do think this year's different um i think johnny is a more complete player than jerso i think they're just and different you get styles felipe back Gerso. in there right and so someone asked peter about that like this team just feels different why is that and and peter bluntly said we have better players it's the quality of players we've brought in guys this year that are better players than we've ever had before so we're playing better soccer uh so there you go fair enough um yeah i uh you know mansky had another question how upset should we be to not see a debut from Jalen Lindsay? feels like it would have been a good game to get him uh, a late run on to see how he'd uh fill in if he had to it's a good um, point yeah this this one's tough and honestly if uh if if Johnny, I lost my train of thought there for a sec. If Johnny Russell um, wasn't sitting on a yellow, um, I think we probably would have seen Jalen Lindsay come in. But you got to get Johnny Russell off, so that kind of burned um, burned one of the subs. 
you got to get Felipe in because he's coming off injury, so you got to get him 15 minutes or so. And their other sub was Diego Rubio, and I think, honestly, Peter probably wanted to get him in to get him a little bit of confidence back with the first team. So, you know. That's true. It would have been cool to see Lindsay in this kind of game um, just for the heck of it. You know, I mean, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, it, it would have been nice. Um, it probably would have come at the expense of Rubio, which, sure, an argument could be made. So, But we'll, we'll see Lindsay at some point. Um I'm going to go through the the rest of these um, relatively quickly. Uh, you just give me a, a couple sentences of your thoughts because we got a lot of questions and uh, we have been going on for almost 50 minutes already. Oh wow! We haven't Sweet even touched Jesus. on uh, the rest of stuff. So we're, we're going to go through these That's how fun this game was. Told told you guys, yeah, it's going to have a lot of stuff. Uh, Austin Finkeldy, can SKC keep up their scoring pace? 20 goals in eight games on pace for more than 60, only 40 uh, goals in all of last year. Uh, what do you think? Can we keep up the scoring pace? I think so. Uh, I, that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. I think we can. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know if we'll, we're not going to score six goals every game, but I think we'll be just fine offensively. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Um, how do we do that again? Did anyone expect this kind of performance? Will I ever have any more fun at an SKC game? That was uh, Darren Meeker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Darren. That you, I mean, that might be, you know, hopefully you'll have more fun when we win MLS Cup this year. So how about that? Dude, there you go. Uh, hopefully it's at, uh, <laughs> hopefully we just keep winning our games at home. Then that's always, that's always a good time at a, at Children's Mercy Park. Yep, exactly. Um, Bob and Weave, our man, um, do you think it was a good breaking game for Emiliano Amor? What do you think? Dude, I thought it was great. I mean, it was kind of weird back there. I was like, wait, what what is this? We have two white center backs? What's this about? (laughs) What's going on? But no, I thought he was quietly good. I don't know. He didn't do anything crazy he didn't make any terrible mistakes that really made him stand out so in that sense he did his job man center backs aren't supposed to be you know they don't get the glory they get the they do their job and and stay off the radar they stay out of people's mouths you know yeah both he and bees uh got up in the box and tried to get a goal a time or two though they were having a they, little fun they did they were getting excited they're like you know what i'm gonna get one <laughs> um uh do uh so uh, another uh, question from uh, Heidi S. Um, do Amor's performance and Croise's improvement mean we might see more of a rotation in the midfield and backline to stave off that September swoon? We seem to have uh, depth to rest Roger, Ike, and Matt on occasion, but the replacements need regular to play regularly to keep form. Uh, we talked about that a little bit, but I mean depth is good, right? Yeah, it's good, and I'm not, dude. I'm not sure a lot of these guys will need rest i mean maybe when u.s open cup starts up and we're playing you know a couple games a week um that's a whole different story but the way the schedule's laid out i mean when we have a wednesday game we're not gonna have another game for like you know 11 days like till the net till the following saturday or whatever so Good it's point. yeah it, the rotation is great and all but i'm not sure it's all that necessary um, last question, kind of along the same line, sort of. David O'Neill, with uh, Felipe appearing to be more or less healthy and Espinosa tearing it up, what role do you see Quase playing from here on out? Mm. 
I mean, you got to think he's going to go back to the bench, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, he'll, he he had such a good game. That's that's tough, but um, I I still think they're going to mix him in on the wing at times. Um, I think there'll be some games where Roger sits. There are going to be some games when Felipe sits. Um, you know, Rogers, Dude. not a spring chicken, so he's going to need rest at some point. We could have had like twelve goals in this game. I don't know if you noticed how many times Daniel Shallowy <clears throat> had a great shot or a great opportunity, and and da- Daniel's going to get goals. They're going to fall for him, but it, he he looked pretty good too out there. Yep, absolutely, he did. He's uh, tied for the league lead in assists with four assists on the year. So nice. Daniel's coming along quite well, doing his job. Um, also, stat: Do you know um, that? Uh, Roger Espinosa to Johnny Russell. They have combined um, three times this year for a goal, two in this last game and one in a previous game uh, against LA Galaxy. Um, that's the most any two players on a team have paired up for, for an assist goal combination in MLS. Um, that's good friendship. If that made sense. Yeah. So that's awesome. uh, there you go. That's that's why Johnny's out there trying to fight Kendall Waston. Um, there you go. And yeah, so... Those were all our questions on Twitter. Did we get any on uh, on Facebook? You're kind of our Facebook guy. I had one on the book face here. Um, Mark uh, Mark Wires, Marky Mark. He was uh, first off. He said he loves the show. Of course he does. And uh, <laughs> you know his question is, and this is great, dude, because this this is why I was heated. Right? I'm, I'm always heated about this. Do you think that other MLS news sites or opposing team reporters, etc., fail to give Sporting KC the credit? They're due. And uh, we all know what we're talking about. I mean, you go to MLS, dude, they're talking about Atlanta. They're talking about the Galaxy and LAFC. And and the way I kind of ant- – well, the way they, the way the MLS pundits were putting it is that, oh, we beat a nine-man Vancouver team. They failed to talk about that it was 3-0 before the red card even took place. So yep. – what the hell, man? That game was in the bag, so shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And and, and, and he's right. He's right with his point. There's, you know, uh, corner of the galaxy, before the LA Galaxy game, we we, we saw that he was kind of doubting how good sporting was. Sure, they got points, but look at who they've played so far. They're not that great. We have Zlatan. We're going to be fine. Sporting well, Casey goes to LA and wins 2-0. Uh Matt Doyle, I've seen him. He works for for MLS. He does a lot of their weekly rankings, a lot of their uh, analysis. He's kind of been doubting whether Sporting KC can keep up this offensively, and he thinks that you know our defensive problems were, were kind of a big deal. And he was hating on Johan. Where are you at, Matt Doyle? Like, bro, yeah. I, I'll, sorry, I, I'm interrupting. I don't, I don't know. Go ahead. No, go for it. Well, no, I'm just saying. You know, I can't disagree completely though because NYC spanked us. Uh, we beat Chicago in their first game, and they were still trying to figure out who they were. So can we really be excited about that? Yes and no. Uh, we came home and beat a pretty bad San Jose team. We went and drew with a bad Colorado team. Um, we came home and beat a terrible D.C. team. And then we went out and probably had a very convincing win against the Galaxy. But then came right back and drew against a not-so-great Seattle and then we smashed a struggling Vancouver team. I mean, they they had some they were struggling in the last couple games. So, what's it going to take to to convince someone though that maybe we're 
not that bad. Is it going to be a win in Atlanta, in Atlanta next month? Because that's that's kind of what's right. on my calendar. And I guess that's the thing. Is like okay, you know, we beat LA at LA. Like n- name me the truly great teams in MLS this year. And, and okay, so there's New York City's probably at the top. Yeah, we lost to them in the first game of the season. Maybe that kickstarted us. I don't know. Maybe that was the best thing that could have happened. Atlanta's really good. Then like I don't know. Orlando seems like they're on a streak, but I don't think I'd call them great necessarily. Um, the Red Bulls are okay, but like Sporting KC is right there. Like I don't think you can say that other teams, except for maybe New York, are like that far ahead of where Sporting KC are. So yeah, we got to keep going. Uh, we got to keep pummeling people in order to get talked about. I understand it. ESPN's not going to talk about us. They're going to talk about these big markets, dude, because Kansas City will forever be a flyover state. And I think these people got a chip on their shoulder, man. I think Johnny Russell wants to play for this city. You know, Matt Beasler and his hometown club, they want the recognition. So that's what they're playing for, dude. They want to rock and roll right now. Yep, absolutely. Good question. Um, Yeah, thanks, Mark. So coming out of that game, Johnny Russell got player of the week. Jimmy should get goal of the week if he hasn't already. Um, both Johnny and Johan uh, were on the team of the week starting 11. Jimmy made the team of the week bench. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, it was a good week. And uh, Matt Beasler broke Kerry Zavagnin's record for most minutes played um, in uh, Sporting KC history. So, congrats, Matt. He said, uh, when I asked him about it post game, he said, all that means is I'm old. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but but that's a pretty cool accomplishment. Peter said he was happy that if it was anybody, it would be Matt because it's his hometown club, hometown team. He's done so much for this club over the years. Um, and I agree with him. Like, if it had to be someone, it's pretty cool that it's Matt. Um, no, absolutely. So after that game, Sporting KC are first in the West, 17 points, um, ahead of uh, second place LAFC. Only other team in MLS that has 17 points is NYCFC. We've both played eight games, so um, sitting up and there. And we went on goal differential. What up? Yeah. First in the uh, Supporter Shield race, a whole eight games into the season. That's pretty <laughs> awesome, by the way. So we got we to gotta keep rolling because there's some teams with games in hand, and we just got to keep winning and not worry about everybody else. Yeah, and these early points are going to come in huge later in the year. So, um Really cool. We uh, head to play at New England uh, on uh, Saturday night. Um, give me a, a couple of quick thoughts. Um, New England, they're, they're playing better than I thought they would play, I guess. They're, they're sitting fourth in the East right now. They've got three wins, two losses, and two draws, but um, they got no Lee win. So, I don't know. What, what, what do you think? I mean, they seem like a weird team, dude. They have, like, some pieces and you know teal bunbury's doing things right now and diego fagundes is doing things so it it could be interesting i i haven't watched a lot of them to really know what 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 they are but uh it could be a fun game and and we've always we've always kind of struggled with new england a little bit haven't we uh it seems like it at times yeah i mean sporting kc and I'm going to say it again. Anytime you can go on the road and get a result, you should be happy. So we get a draw against a New England team that's playing pretty well. I'm going to be happy. 
So that's all I, I can mean, ask for in this they game. They came from behind twice to draw with Columbus Crew, and you know that showed some resiliency in in Columbus. So um, I think they'll be excited to get back home and try to get a victory. Christian Namath came off the bench. I remember that, but um, I don't know why he's not starting. They they kind of got a weird team. Brad Friedel's doing weird things, and Lee Wynn is like serving the guys Gatorade and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's all it's all very strange. Um, yeah, but yeah. Teal Bunbury's their leading goal scorer with three, and then Diego Fagundes uh, also has three. So um, yeah, you're right on it, the money there. It could be rough. I mean, uh, I assume Ike will be back, and if not, then that's fine. But him and Bees will have uh, they'll have some marking duties for sure. Yep, last time we played uh, New England, we only played them once last year. Uh, Sporting actually won. It was at Children's Mercy Park, 3-1. to one. Yeah, um, that was good. Last Christian we... Namath got that red card. Yep. Right at the beginning. Uh, but Yep, I remember that. Uh, welcome back to Children's Mercy Park. Um, but last time we played in Foxborough, uh, October 2016, New England won 3-1. to one. So, um, yeah, just uh, hoping for a result is all I can say. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, well, we we're, we're kind of running real low on time now, but uh, you know, Wednesday night when uh, you know most of y'all will be listening to this on Wednesday, uh, leg two of uh, the Concacaf Champions League will be played down in Mexico. Uh, Guadalajara currently leads two to one on aggregate, and both of those goals they have were away goals. So, what do you think? Can Toronto pull this out? Dude, I want to say yeah, because anything's possible, but they better, you know, they need to have their game faces on because, God, it's going to be tough. It's going to be so tough for Chivas not to just sit back, but I think that would be good for Toronto because they'll just pick them apart. And, you know, if Chivas doesn't attack and try to get another goal, they're going to fold. So, yeah. Toronto, Toronto has the ability to go in there and, uh, and win, like, uh, you know, two to one and, and force it to go to penalties or even three to two. I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it. It's well, tough. supposedly I mean, they, they're a bad Chivas team too. Like this is not a good team in Liga MX. Yeah. People, that's what people keep saying. And I mean, they're sitting like 13th or something in, in Liga MX. Um, but it's just so hard. Now, granted Toronto sent like a team of scrubs to play at Houston, which is why they only you know, scored one goal and they they lost five one, um, so everyone's going to be fully rested. So, who Absolutely. knows? Uh, okay. Well, do you uh, do you have a game from from last week? A, a game or two that you thought was especially interesting that we can uh, we can just touch on real quick before we uh, we sign off for the the uh, the evening. I know for me, I, I'm I'm looking at the games that I watched last week and looking at the schedule, LAFC against Montreal yep. is such a, a weird game. Like, I cannot figure out LAFC. Some weeks they look great. Their defense looks a little shaky. Other weeks they just look like, oh, yeah, they're an expansion team. Well, um, Montreal dropped three on them, for God's sakes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird one. Um, Atlanta beat LA 2-0 um, on the road. Um which just kind of bolstered Atlanta's confidence. And then Portland, uh, they beat NYCFC 3-0. Granted, it was at Providence Park, but I don't know. Do, do any of those especially stick out to you? 
I mean, Portland was a huge win. Um, I, I thought Minnesota was going to give Seattle a little trouble when they got that first goal from uh, Ramirez, but no dice. They, they couldn't get it done, but I don't know, man. Um, Orlando, 3-2. I mean, I'm, I'd, be, I'd be concerned that you let San Jose even score two on you at home. But, I mean, we did the same thing. We let them score two, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, it's early. We're still rolling. I mean, I think we got to wait till, you know, till we're almost through May and into the World Cup and to start worrying about things. So, but you yeah. know, what uh, one game besides sporting that you're looking forward to this weekend? What what looks good to you? Uh, it's got to be Sunday night. LAFC's hosting Seattle, and it's the uh, the first game of their their new stadium, Bank of California oh, Stadium. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. I, I was going to look at NYCFC in Dallas as well because um, Dallas is undefeated and New York City's good. So yeah, that could those, be interesting. Those are Sunday night, sit on your couch and watch soccer. That's what you should do. Just plan oh, on absolutely, that. Absolutely, dude. Or go see Avengers for the third time. What? Yeah, I got my <laughs> tickets Thursday night. I got I'm my ready. tickets, dude. Oh, Thursday. Ah, don't talk to me till Saturday. <laughs> okay. No spoilers. Um, ah, it's going to be awesome. I'm pumped. Well, uh, yeah, the only other kind of big news that we'll just touch on real quick before we sign off, uh, Swole Park playing the rest of their games at Children's Mercy uh, Park. Hey, so, that's cool. That's real cool. Yeah, um, They were playing at Shawnee Mission South uh, District Stadium, but now they're going to be playing at uh, Children's Mercy Park. So I guess now are they the Children's Mercy Park Rangers? Oh, I don't dude. know. <laughs> are you going to go to some games? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't, I, I'm not going to be able to go to everyone like I do for Sporting KC, nah. but I'm I'm going to be hitting up some games for sure. Absolutely. I mean that that'll be good for them too. I think they like playing there, um, even though you know they can't fill the place with fans. But that'll be uh, that'll be awesome. I always enjoyed every Rangers game I went to. Um, they got good people out there. Yeah, good time. Um, well, man, we are over an hour. We knew it was going to be a long over one because uh, that was a hell of a game, but. Uh, you got anything else to, in uh, there with us. to tell our, our loyal listeners before we sign off? Oh, yeah. No, it's been a while since we've got a iTunes review. So, I mean, if you guys can could do us a favor and, and hit us up with a review and uh, let us know your favorite part about the pod or what you wish we would do better. Um, we got a pretty good rating going on, uh, five stars on there. So help us out, help more people find the pod, and, and make us feel good. So, Yes, sir. Uh, make us feel like we're getting a kiss on the cheek from Ilya. Because I've never gotten one. <laughs> you should get, you need to get one. And like, probably probably video it or something. That that sounds hilarious. What do you think he'd do if I just went to him and like proactively kissed him on the cheek? Oh, dude, he'd probably smile so hard and be like, <laughs> probably, probably romanticize your ass in Spanish or something. Say something, yeah, Spanish. Um, I'm pro- pro- probably not going to do that just for the record um, nah, you, you probably should though <laughs> probably, I'll, I'll think about it if I do it I'll snap it um, <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like no that video can't get out anywhere <laughs> he'll slap Elliot, me what happened then, to your voice <laughs> and then uh, Johnny will run up and try to fight me and I'll be like I'm so sorry um, I'm so sorry Johnny hey does anyone else want to get sleeve tattoos like Johnny Russell is that just me is anyone else feeling that? I think you should go for it. I'm scared of needles. Bro. 
So I'm probably going to Are you pass. really? Yeah. But uh, you go for it. I got one arm that has about a half sleeve, and I'm like, should I, should I freaking take that into a full sleeve? I mean, I wear long sleeves at work, so who knows, right? There you go. You look pretty badass. So. God, I did get my ancestry DNA results back, and I am part Scottish, so you know. There you go. <laughs> You're gonna get the full sleeve, and then just a Johnny Russell's face tattooed across your back. So. Oh, absolutely. But you know, you gotta <laughs> save like eight hundred dollars, and then convince your wife. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh well. Details. Um, well, thank you for hanging in there with us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a little weird at the end, but we're back. Uh, it's always weird. So thank weird. you guys. So it is always weird. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening with us. Um, Really hope you guys enjoyed that win as much as we did. Uh, Looking forward to seeing what happens this week on the road in uh, New England. Um, But for Dan, I'm Jimmy. Oh, and hey. Yes. Last thing. Last thing. I am Dan. You are Jimmy. Uh, We don't say it enough, and we should probably say it every once in a while, but the song you hear at the beginning and end of every episode, that's Uh, Radkey, St. Joseph, Missouri, uh, alternative rock band, and they're awesome. And we asked their permission to use that song, and it was very nice of them to let us. So yes. check them out. I love all their music. Yeah, great band. Good call. Um, he's still Dan. I'm still Jimmy. But it's time for us to go. So we're going to sign off. We'll talk to you all next week. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>